What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to Contra Corrientes English Language Podcast, Migration Matters, where we recap the main news and issues affecting migrants in Central and North America over the past month. I'm Tamara Pearson, English editor of Contra Corriente, reporting from Puebla, Mexico. This week we're kicking off with the situation in southern Honduras, in what is known as the Dry Corridor, due to its vulnerability to climate change, irregular drought patterns, and people's dependence on crops and farm labor. Contra Corriente published an investigative piece on the region. See the link in the description of the story in English telling the story of various people who live there and looking at why so many people have been forced to migrate. The communities in the dry corridor of southern Honduras mostly work in the Cayolito club industries, shrimp, sugarcane and melon farming. Companies in these three industries are often the only source of work, but have been accused of human and labor rights violations. They may also be contributing to the environmental deterioration of a region abandoned by its government. All of these factors are driving migrants to flee their homeland. Take Adriana Teles and Manuel Lagos, for example. They have lived together for 36 years, and they have spent their whole life in the dry corridor of southern Honduras. They have witnessed the sea slowly erode coastal communities like theirs. Teles and Lagos have made a living digging for black clams, fishing, and selling food along the El Eden Beach on Honduras' Pacific coast. Lagos was forced to give up fishing six years ago when the Nicaraguan police confiscated his fishing boat and equipment while enforcing territorial claims during Nicaragua's ongoing border dispute with Honduras. The only other option for survival is to migrate away from their homeland. Telas and Lagos have three sons, Marvin Manuel, José Luis and Walter. All three have tried to leave the country. Marvin even managed to make it across the U.S.-Mexico border but was deported four years ago. He was a fisher, but he had to take all sorts of jobs to make ends meet, painting, construction, welding, and even they weren't enough. Research demonstrates that the impacts of climate change on the region are worsening every year. According to a recent study, villages are suffering the ramifications, shoreline retreat, flooding from rising sea levels, loss of wetlands, saltwater intrusion, and displacement of local inhabitants. Walter, the youngest son of Telus and Lagos, is rebuilding for the fifth time the small hut on pylons where he lives with his parents. Increasingly intense storm surges in the area frequently destroy homes situated along the seashore. Farmers in the region have stopped farming due to the long droughts. Those that still try to survive from their corn farms go into debt by taking out loans from the Agricultural Development Bank that they can't repay due to the poor harvests. According to a recent report, one billion people could become climate refugees by 2050. Protests in southern Mexico near the border are still ongoing, with some migrants sewing their lips in order to demand some kind of attention. Most of the migrants are refugees or forced economic migrants, but they are not being given permission to stay in Mexico nor to continue to the U.S., 
One migrant, Rafael Hernandez, told AFP that he'd been given a migration appointment three or four months away and he said he didn't have money to survive that long. According to Dockers Without Borders, the small border city of Tapachula, with a population of 350,000, has been totally collapsed since September last year. Some 70% of asylum requests in Mexico take place in that city. On Tuesday, some protesters there burnt tires and rubbish in outrage after they found documents they had submitted to migration in the rubbish. Police attacked protesters and 20 were beaten. Migrants also denounced that the Migration Institute is selling visas for off-the-table fees at US $1,500. The acts of corruption mean that those that don't have money are left waiting while those who can pay the bribe are prioritized. Mexican and Central American migrants have also protested in the north of Mexico and Tijuana, where they are accusing the Attorney General's office of leaking their details to organize crime. Mexican migration officials found 59 migrants in water tanks on a truck on Wednesday, 16th of February. 19 of them were under 18, and they were all from Central American countries. Official statements didn't clarify what was done with the migrants, though normally Mexican officials lock them up and deport them. Migrants are often found in trucks, warehouses, and other inhumane conditions as they are forced to find clandestine ways to migrate. In January, there were more Border Patrol arrests at the U.S.-Mexico border than in any other January over two decades. Mexicans were kicked back to Mexico 88% of the time under Title 42 last month. Migrants from Guatemala, Honduras or El Salvador were expelled 71% of the time, compared to just 5% of migrants from elsewhere. Despite lots of relaxations related to the pandemic, it is still being used as an excuse to deny people the right to seek asylum. There is strong demand for workers at the moment, with maculas in Juarez needing 17,000 workers. These maculas are mostly foreign factories that exploit the low wages on the other side of the U.S. border, as well as Mexican resources, and give little back to Mexico. However, even they are refusing to hire migrants at the moment, with some factories insisting migrants get humanitarian visas. Those visas legally allow migrants to work and to get health coverage, but the Mexican Migration Institute is refusing to grant them to those in need. This podcast came to you from Contra Corriente, where journalists on the ground in Central America report with depth and integrity. We provide content in Spanish and English. Head over to our website, contracorriente.red, to check it out. Or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Contra C underscore HN. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter following the links in the description. Hasta la próxima! Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.